Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Listen in as we connect with other creative entrepreneurs and have real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Owning a creative business doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming, and you don't have to go at it alone. It's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast. Today, Diana and I have a guest with us to chat all about building a tight relationship with your team members and finding purpose in business after an unexpected tragedy. Before we introduce her, we just wanted to take a minute to thank you for all the love that you give the podcast. Whether it's by sharing on your stories or posts or writing a review on iTunes, we love seeing how the podcast is helping you or at least making you laugh with our tangents. Thank you so much and please keep sharing and please leave us a review if you haven't already. Okay, so on to today's guest. For today's episode, we have Jeannie from E2 Beauty, which is a hair and makeup salon based in Orange County. Jeannie and her team of artists cover all things beauty at her E2 Beauty Lounge, and they also do in-person makeup and hair for weddings and events. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi, thanks for having me. Such <laughs> We're an so honor. excited to have you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Jeannie and I met through mutual friends, I think like four years ago, and at the time I was looking for someone to do my hair and a bunch of my creative business friends who I also feel like have like similar hair texture as me was going to you Jeannie and so I was like I'm gonna go get my hair done by her too yay thanks for coming <laughs> I know it's been so awesome and if you guys are wondering Jeannie is still my hair person because I think people ask me so I'm like yes it's always Jeannie but um I actually have known you for a few years now but I didn't really get to hear your amazing story and um yeah it just like really touched me like I like cried a little bit uh Jeannie just celebrated her six-year anniversary for E2 Beauty yay! yay and um at her anniversary party she shared her story about how she started her business and stuff like that so if you're comfortable I would love to have you share that with our audience today sure so um I started our business in 2013 and um, it started with me and my past business partner, Elaine. Um, we had a couple girls that asked us if we could start a team because they didn't really want to work for themselves. They just wanted to work with a team. So that's how uh, me and Elaine decided to join forces. Um, I was already doing weddings and then she was doing like photo shoots and things like that so it seemed like a perfect marriage and um, so we started that and then throughout the years we had more and more people join us I don't even know they're just people like that came from another friend or they heard about us from another bride or like this and that so um, now we have about 16 girls on our team um, freelancing with us and uh, when was our salon open? We we decided to open a salon suite, so we started in like a hundred square feet in Tustin. Um, that was about three years ago. I don't know. I'm not a math person. <laughs> I'm not even sure about the timeline <laughs> actually. <laughs> but um, basically, about three years ago, um, we opened up our salon suite, uh, and. We wanted our space to be like a one-stop shop, so we did uh, skincare, eyelashes, all things related to hair. So before that, I was working out of my house. 
so we just had a little studio set up. Um, so it was like a big transition to go into like an actual brick and mortar space. Um, so yeah, we did that and um, we we started like expanding our clientele a lot too because we had um, so many different areas of our business now. Um, but fast forward a little bit more, um, in 2017, um, my business partner, Elaine, she actually took her own life. Um, it was actually a real shock to a lot of people because uh, she was so like happy and joyful when you meet her and she was always like others focused and just giving of herself. Um, so people would have never like guessed that she was going through so much um, turmoil and just depression in her um, own life. Um, I, I actually saw her like pretty much every day um, since we started our business so we worked very very closely together so I knew a little bit about her struggles but I guess you just never really expect someone to actually take their own life you know <laughs> it's just really like um, maybe people like say it in passing like oh like I feel like it's better if I'm just not here anymore that kind of stuff but um, mm. I don't know, it's just like, oh wow, like she actually did it, you know? I think for that situation, it was like such a huge shock and uh, it's pretty crazy like how two years have already passed by, but um, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like how far into your business was that when you guys... Um, so 2013 to 2017. Um, yeah, that was like four, yeah, just four years after, so, um, maybe like two years after we started our salon. So, Jeannie, after, you know, the shock, and sometimes that never goes away, uh, like mm -hmm. you said, you couldn't believe it was almost, it's been two years now, mm -hmm. you know, but after the initial, you know, news and, you know, initial healing uh, process, even mm -hmm. though sometimes you will be healing for a very long time. You know, what What were your initial thoughts when it came to business and continuing this business that you built with Elaine? Yeah, so initially was like, okay, I gotta make sure to take care of our brides that we already have booked. I have to just like take care of business. That was the initial like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. And then once I kind of took care of that, I was like, okay, after I take care of what I have to do, I don't want to do this anymore. Because <laughs> this is just like, how how can I do this by myself? <laughs> um, just thinking about like, me and Elaine started this together, and now I have to do this alone. I was really nervous about telling my team. I had to, I actually sent them like a group text, um, just like talking about what just happened. And then the next day, like, they all came to my house. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. They just, like, all showed up together. And, um, wow, I kind of feel like crying. <laughs> uh, I have goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, I think that's natural when yeah. grief and tragedy happens. Yeah. Like, people want to be together. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, like, even before, like, maybe my closest friends or, like, just people around me knew, my team actually was one of the first group of people who 
found out about what happened and they were the one of the first group of people that were there for me like physically um so just the whole idea of like quitting you know those were just my ideas in my head um but when we all got together I saw all of them like grieving together too and I was like oh my gosh I have to be strong like I have to be strong for them um I have to like continue this for like us and then even like the name like E2 Beauty like came up and they're like no we should like keep the name and continue the legacy and um like we want to do this for Elaine and it was just like a kind of a group like support um like just like everyone was on the same page about it um so yeah after that like it brought us like so close together just going through like a tragedy like that um you know we're all crying together all talking to each other like sharing about like the things that we're going through in our own lives like it just went there you know another thing that kind of happened was um, I don't want to put my mother-in-law on the spot but my mother-in-law was like oh you should just like find a place and you know rent a chair and like work for yourself and you know do that kind of thing and just you know just be more relaxed and it's fine you know but um when she said that to me out of nowhere I just started crying because I was like what like let go of everything like I work towards and 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 for what just to work for myself and do hair and make mm -hmm. money and um I I just couldn't see the the purpose in that and um I couldn't bear the thought of like not working with a team that I called family so that that for me like now like is really my my purpose with E2 Beauty too is the team. <laughs> I understand, Jeannie, like I understand where your mother-in-law is coming from um, mm -hmm. because that seems like it's the easy way out. But mm -hmm. I guess with like everything, there's um, there's silver lining and, mm -hmm. and somehow this, the silver lining in your situation was that you found family you found family with your contractors and that was kind of what gave you the energy and the the drive to move forward as well as to kind of honor you know what you had built mm -hmm. um but I, I i i'm like i don't know where i'm going with this but i guess i get where she's coming from but i also get and i love where you're coming from where you found purpose um after tragedy mm -hmm. you know so i don't i don't know if like this is the right thing to say but like like kudos to you like for <laughs> yeah. that takes strength yeah. that takes a lot of strength to move on um and to continue to do something like this so I just wanted to like say that to you like I I know I I know how hard that is um you know we've all we all go yeah. through things and that is hard and you found the strength and a lot of people might have given up um did you you know I have I guess I have a few questions like mm -hmm. One, the girls who were working for you at the time, do they still work for you? And two, you know, before we get to the tangible, practical side of things, mm -hmm. like, I'm curious if there was kind of backlash from people um, when you said, no, I'm going to continue this business that we built. Yeah, actually, all of them are still working for me. Um, so, yeah, there's a few people who actually also joined on, too, so... I guess everyone stayed and then more joined and then awesome. yeah um two of them 
I consider them like my extended family, I guess. So they were still around at the time, but um, now they've kind of just told me that they want to branch out and start their own thing. And so, um, yeah, it was like a nice like send off. And but I still consider them part of our ET Beauty family. They just have their own businesses as well <laughs> now. And I didn't have any backlash. I I don't really know if I did. <laughs> I think I was just like so focused on like just trying to keep it going that I was trying to focus on like just the positive in it and mm -hmm. if someone was saying anything yeah if it, someone was saying anything like I probably didn't hear it or I don't mm -hmm. remember <laughs> yeah that's really cool that you had so many people support you and surround you with so much love during that time which is definitely what you guys need yeah I felt like an overwhelming amount of support actually I think that's mm -hmm. why I couldn't hear the backlash if there was any Mm -hmm. I think if there was any, it's just probably people just thinking more about me, like, oh, can you handle this? Like, is this, are you okay, Jeannie? Like, just being more, like, concerned for me. Like, I don't, they're like, oh, are you overworking yourself type of stuff like that. But nothing, yeah. like, with keeping the name or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you have girls that have stayed with you from the very beginning and then now new people who have joined the team. So I'm curious, like, how did you meet some of the people, especially the ones that were your first um, contractors? And how did you meet the ones that you have today? Yeah, so um, actually my first four girls, me, Elaine, and then their names were Mindy and Rika, um, they all came kind of from church so one person was from church and then another girl was like my church friend's sister so <laughs> there was that connection mm -hmm. um, and then continuing on I would go to a wedding or something and then actually it's Sarah's wedding I met Sharon <laughs> oh okay so, yeah. yeah so Sharon was one of my first artists as well um, so she was like doing the bridal party and then I was doing Sarah's hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. So that kind of situation would happen sometimes. Like I would meet people like on the job or I put out like um, something on Instagram that says I'm looking for people to expand my team. And then I got a few people through that. Um, and then there's other makeup artists who tell their other makeup artist friends that mm -hmm. we sh they should work for E2 Beauty if they want to kind of um, launch themselves or like I feel like I've kind of become like a launch pad for some people mm -hmm. too yeah um, I've, I found people kind of in the beginning of their careers actually mm -hmm. um, so they've just been able to grow through our team and I met some people when I went to beauty school actually a lot of people um so yeah, it's just like mutual friends, friends of friends. Like, yeah. I realize there's like, I'm surrounded by like a lot of groups and a lot of people. <laughs> so. So I'm curious, like, because you have so many girls, what does your training schedule look like on the back end? Like, do you do group training, or how do you have people who understand like the language that you use or E2 Beauty style and things like that? So. For trainings, we do like quarterly trainings where we get together and we share tips, especially favorite products. Um, 
we share mm. each other's like uh, you know techniques uh, we, we usually do like a tutorial of some sort and if we can't actually meet in person I've started something just this year where at least we could do some like FaceTime like chats I try to like check up on them or just make sure that they're still like committed or that they're still in or how much they want to work like that kind of stuff so that usually happens in the beginning of the year around like January or February um, just to check in and see like are you do you still want to work for us um, mm -hmm. how much do you want to work for us uh, what's your main purpose like are you trying to like build your own thing or like you just like the convenience of working for us so I kind of go through like a series of questions and um, there is like a there are people on my team that fall into a lot of different categories mm -hmm. um, so I'm just trying to like accommodate but um, they can actually work as much as they want to work um, mm -hmm. so it's pretty flexible I think in my in my industry or in my field mm -hmm. In terms of like the training thing, um, mm -hmm. when you guys do quarterly trainings and our quarterly meetings and you share tips and stuff, like do you, is there any fear in that place of like, you know, just being an artist and standing out as a business, do you ever get nervous about competition or teaching all your secrets and stuff like that? I'm just curious because yeah, I know a lot sure. of people ask me that too. I think since it's my team and, um, I, I want us all to be on the same page and have like, you know, the same standards. I don't feel uncomfortable sharing it with my team. Also because I, I want this to be the benefit for them to like be on our team. And then I want to tell my clients to like, I train my artists so that we're like all in the know about certain things. I am kind of fearful sometimes about sharing things online or like Instagram or YouTube, things like that, because it's like, I don't know who's like taking my information or like mm -hmm. who's watching mm -hmm. me. Um, it's actually something I want to do more of for now. Like I'm okay with sharing it with my team and, and I'm hoping that they can use it to benefit themselves. Um, but also like find the value in, in being on my team. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think that's really well said. Thanks. I love picking your brain about this because I do feel like this is a really specific type of business structure and I don't know yeah. a ton of people who do this. Mm -hmm. um, I do ask, like if I ever have contractor questions, I you're one of the people that I talk to or like wedding planners and things like that um, just because it's not the typical nine to five. Yeah. Um, schedule I guess so yeah thank you for sharing and I also want to know like speaking of scheduling how do you schedule your contractors because I know you have a lot of different events like whether you go on site and do the bridal hair and makeup or you have people wanting to come into the salon to do like ombre or um you know different types of haircuts or whatever like how do you girl balayage that? balayage hides the grays that's what i do but anyway sorry <laughs> i mean Jeannie is like literally the queen of i feel like you are the balayage queen because really? yes i don't even know i yes. i really do enjoy it but yeah <laughs> sorry actually i do have a this is a two-part question because now sure. that we're talking about like hair and type and stuff so uh-huh 
one, how do you schedule contractors? Do you do it by availability? Um, like who's available on this day and time or who wants a job? Or like two, do you schedule it by expertise? I'm like, this person's a balayage girl and she's always mm. our go-to balayage girl. Like how do you yeah. maintain that? So um, we actually have different levels of people on our team. So um, I'm the head artist um, and then there's lead and then there's team. Um, I don't know where we came up with those names, but it's just like different tiers. Um, so people actually request based on their budget or their style, whether they mm. want head, lead, or team. So that's the main criteria, like first their budget mm -hmm. and their level of expertise. So your, your tiers have different pricing structures. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. And then do you give that to your clients or do you ask yeah. them for a budget first? Um, we give them a brochure that has all the pricing on it. And so mm. it does indicate different pricing for each tier. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Good so know. we have lead artists and we have team artists. They typically just work exclusively with us, not other teams. They might mm. work like on their own, but they... Um, work only for my team. The way I actually schedule them is once we figure out whether the client wants a head lead or team artist, we go on Facebook. We have something a, like a private group for our artists mm -hmm. and my admin takes the booked wedding and she writes the time they want to finish by, the location, um, and whether they requested like head lead or team, and then the number of services. And we create a poll. So the artist actually choose the option, yes, I'm available, or no, I'm not available. And sometimes we have communication in the comments about trial sessions too. So we try to keep it like in one little post all the communication with our artists mm -hmm. and how I choose the artist is usually based on location and sometimes it's based on style if they've requested like a lot of times it's like I want Korean style makeup so like, <laughs> I I think about the artist and I'm like oh this person really knows sure. it you know yeah so it really seems like even though you do have certain systems in place you do kind of have some customization that you're like yeah. really intentionally thinking through yes so this wasn't in my original notes but I'm just curious <laughs> now that we're in this topic um mm -hmm. so naturally you are also like it's not like you're like the salon owner who doesn't do hair or makeup you know you are the salon owner who also does hair and makeup like your contractors so what do you think i mean i can kind of guess because you're you're saying some of those things but what do you think is like the main difference between your role as the owner and the roles of a contractor i think um as the business owner I'm always thinking about my contractors and like offering them like the jobs because I want them to continue to work for me. So I'm, my, my focus is always like, I gotta do more marketing. I gotta like do like booking events or um, different things like that so that they can actually get booked and maintain connections with coordinators. Like just like 
also I have an admin so there's so many back-end things that I have to take care of just so that they can have a job <laughs> um, so you're like making sales essentially yeah yeah mm-hmm. I think and you know I'm actually taking less weddings mm-hmm. too um, just so that I can like take care of the back-end so that they can or the best part of being an independent contractor is not having to deal with the client <laughs> yeah. and go back and forth about changing the proposal and updating like the fees and you know having a really solid contract and, yeah. and things like that and also because we focus on um, large parties they don't have to focus on they don't have to um, try to find like assistance or people to help them with the wedding we kind of just curate the group Jeannie how do you keep a tight bond with your team of contractors because you know you're not all in the same salon every day and Mm -hmm. you know you have quite a large team of contractors so like what do you do in order to keep that bond and make sure that they feel connected to you each other and you know the mission of your business yeah so I think it's kind of impossible for me to like have a close tight-knit group with everyone individually but I create opportunities at least for us to get closer. Um, I really focus on this one event I do during the year, which is our E2 Beauty retreat. We go on a retreat around February, um, and it's only our second year doing it. But when we go, it's like a really good time of connecting and I guess now, like, one of the girls on my team, she's like, oh, no, Jeannie's trying to get deep with us again, you know, like, I'm always asking them, like, really (laughs) deep questions, and I even have this, like, card game called Big Talk. Oh, what (laughs) is that? Yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of questions, like, that are not small talk, but big talk, like, it's, like, yeah, small talk, it's on Amazon, yeah, like, it's just, like, like an actual game, it's, it's not even a game, it's just, like, a card, like, it's just a bunch of cards with questions on it, and some are, like, more casual, and some are, like, more deep, and it's really, like, however you want to share, however much you want to share, but at least, you know, create those opportunities, um this past year we did some really fun stuff where we did like a strength finders type of test it was called like high five test because that one was the free test so we did that one (laughs) um but it was just cool because we could we kind of know each other enough to see the strengths in each other too so we're like oh that's totally you like you're you totally have that strength like so um it's been fun to to know my girls like we've also like shared life together just um some of us are moms like we connect in that way um some of us you know like are in different stages going through different things in our lives so they connect with each other so I can't connect with everybody but at least maybe they could find somebody within the team too that they could connect with um I've actually connected people within my team together because I'm like oh you two kind of went through this similar struggle maybe you guys could like text each other and share so I don't know 
I'm just the matchmaker. matchmaker. Yeah, matchmaker. <laughs> well, you um, have this like container, like you, even though you can't one on one, like one on one, be close with everybody, like you still provide this like container and this safe space for them to reach out to each other. But also, you do play the matchmaker, like Diana said. So, it's still, um, it's something, and that's a great. I think that's a great CEO and that's a great manager. You know, we've yeah. all had like not great managers who yeah. don't really care about, you know, anything about us. Um, and that's not really like a healthy, I guess, work relationship. And it's not like they need to be all up in your yeah. business, but you know, like feel comfortable going to you, but you do that for your team. So yeah. that's still <laughs> That's still great. So <laughs> there was something else too, actually. Yeah. Um, so like, one of the things like Elaine had shared with me um, before she passed away, something that we would just kind of joke about but kind of be serious was she would say, I want to be the Google of hair and makeup so that one day we could like send our whole team on a cruise together or something like that. So I was like, Aww. yeah, that was like, so I always think about that. And I know that was like always on her heart to like have um, a really tight group and to be able to be so successful that we could provide these opportunities for for our team um, so I think that's a, this is actually like part of the legacy as well is raising up like a good team um, because yeah I know like people will like leave and like do their own thing you know I'm not gonna be able to hold on to everybody and and sometimes you know like it's hard because they could work for me, but one day they they might become my competition as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But at least that, at least I know that I have a good like standing with people. I don't have like negative relationships with anybody. Um, just like maintaining the reputation. So I think, um, especially going through like a tragedy i'm like oh like a lot of other things are not that important i think it's, it's the relationships that are important mm-hmm. so um you know like after she passed away like the things that the team would say about her you know are not like that she gave me a lot of jobs or something like that <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. like about who she was like as a leader who she was as an artist and and you know that really stuck out to me i you know i don't I don't know how long I'm going to live or things like that. But, you know, it's just the whole perspective really changes after you go through a tragedy within your business. And, and you just want to, like, make the most of it. And if it ends, if, if this business, like, just, like, stops or, like, it's the end of E2 Beauty, at least I know I did my best with it and, and people got, maybe they got something out of it. That, that's what I hope. That's such great insight especially when you said legacy right like you know initially when you start your business it's okay listener if it is for selfish reasons or more selfish reasons like oh I hate my job I want to quit it or um, I want to make all the money or whatever but what's going to keep you going is going to be whatever legacy you want to leave behind you know after the initial things of like hey now we have money now we have a business like what's my purpose and what do I want people to remember me and my business by like that's what it's all about and that's amazing Jeannie that that's what you're all about and also just kind of sharing more about Elaine in a way that lets her you know continue to be a part of the business even though she's not physically here anymore yeah so I'm yeah 
stop it. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> thing on, and I love it. And I love that. Y'all, okay, listeners, we didn't say, Jeannie, can you talk about legacy? Like, that's just something that she's talking about. And it's, it's true. You need that bigger picture mm-hmm. if you want a long-term business. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually am really thankful for this story. You know, obviously, I... I don't wish this upon anybody to go through this kind of um, tragedy, but um, I am really grateful for my story. I think um, it really sets me apart, I think, in some ways, but, and I don't, you know, I don't know where this business is going, but it's, it's really impacted me, and I think, like, I don't know, I don't even know where to go with this, but yeah. Yeah. Um, can I share a quote <laughs> that, I, that I Googled really fast? Because yes. I actually, when I first started, um, sorry, Jeannie, I, I really hate to like make, like keep going, coming back to like me, but no, when I listen to your good. story, I'm like, it just resonates so much that I'm like, oh, like it reminds me of this. And I, I do, I like look to you because you have been doing this longer and I feel like I learned so much from you even like indirectly even if it's not like you telling me I feel Mm -hmm. like watching your business grow I learned so much so just wanted to like give you that even though we have like a different um (laughs) thing that with a different product right I still Mm -hmm. feel like I learned from you but anyways um when I first started hiring uh my first contractor I was in San Francisco um and I was at Disney, um, the Disney Museum. I don't know if you guys have been there, but it's like so cool. Joyce, you should go there because you're not too far from yeah. the Disney Museum. No, no, I, I know. Trust me. I'm not like a crazy Disney person. No, it's not that. It's like, you know, when you're, oh, like, you I've never this, been to Alcatraz. Traffic? For no, sure. I've never been to Alcatraz. Why? Because I'm born and raised in the Bay Area. <laughs> you know, you don't do the local things. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But I was actually really impressed. And then the whole museum is done really well. And then at the very, very end, when you exit out, there's a quote on the wall and it says, you can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make the dream a reality. And I got like such goosebumps when I read that because that's when I was in the process of bringing on my first contractors. And I love what you were saying because uh, you were saying like, one day these people could be my competitors and you just never know. It's just... The nature of your business but at the same time while they're with you you want to pour everything into them because they're serving your clients right so it's kind of like a fine line and when i read this quote like i thought of it in reverse i thought like these people are making my dreams come true like they're mm-hmm. contributing to my dreams and if they're doing that i am so willing to do that back for them mm-hmm. so i told i told all like my girls like if like, I, I know that I'm so grateful and I know what you guys are putting into my business, right? And in that same way, I hope I can pour into you. So, like, if I can provide a stepping stone into um, you going to wherever you're going to be end up going to next, like, I would love to be a part of your journey just as you're a part of my journey. So, anyways, I just feel like that kind of, like, related with what you were saying um, with, like, being a part of each other's dreams, yeah, for sure. I think, like, it's something I always have to remind myself about because, you know, when you're in, like, the thick of it, when you're just trying to, like, make money and, like, do stuff, get stuff done, it's hard to think about the people, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it is something you have to just remind yourself to focus on the success of others. Um, it's it's not easy, though. yeah for sure yeah of course it's not easy Mm -hmm. Jeannie thank you so much for not only 
giving us like practical tangible tips because you know diana and i are all about that but thank you for opening up about your story and how you kind of turned what could have been a business ending you know event into something more and into something um that allowed you to kind of fulfill your business legacy Annalene's um at the same time and we're we're so thankful for you for just being open and for sharing that story with us and um with our listeners um I still have goosebumps I probably will for the rest of the day but just thank you so much for sharing and for trusting us and for trusting our listeners with your story we definitely will leave all of Jeannie's information in the show notes so in case you want to connect in case the story resonated with you girl or boy in case you want some balayage like Jeannie and you're in the OC like definitely reach out to Jeannie um and thank you again as always for listening we will catch you in the next episode